Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. In the name of Jesus. There were so many amazing things that they saw that first Christmas. The shepherds saw the angel. They saw the heavenly host. They saw Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And at the end of it all, the shepherds were glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. There's many things that we look forward to seeing during the Christmas season, too. There's all the presents under the tree. There's all the decorations, not just at home, but here at church. There's all the family and friends that we get to see. And then there's those we'd like to see, but won't or can't. Those we won't see until we also depart to be with Christ. But the most important seeing that happens isn't light or tree or present. It's also not family or friend or an empty chair. It doesn't have to do with you seeing at all. It has to do with God seeing you, and only then with you seeing him. The benefit of being seen by God and seeing him is all wrapped up in the Savior, which is Christ, the Lord. Because the angels only sing what they sing because of Christ. There's on earth peace, goodwill toward men, only because God sees all of us in Christ, and we see all of God in him. What does God see when he looks at the earth? Well, apart from his son, he doesn't see anything good. Not a very popular truth. Our flesh is always trying to say that God looks at us with some sort of deserved love and kindness. There's always some redeeming quality in us, isn't there? We naturally have a high view of humanity. We think that there's a reason within us that there can be peace on earth and goodwill from God toward us. But the Lord tells us something different. The Lord looks down from heaven on the children of man to see if there are any who understand, who seek after God. They have all turned aside. Together they have become corrupt. There is none who does good, not even one, the psalmist says. The inclinations of our hearts are evil from our youth up. We are all conceived and born sinful. We are all under the power of the devil, citizens in his kingdom. Humanity left to its own devices is dead in trespasses and sins. And yet... The angels sing, Glory be to God on high and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. How's that true? 
only because of Christ. Only because he's born. Only out of undeserved mercy and kindness does the Father send his Son as the Savior of the whole world. Only because Christ dies and rises does God see anything redeeming in humanity because of his Son. For his Son is both God and man. And God sees all of us in Christ. Because one died for all, therefore all died, Paul says. All humanity is died for by Jesus. And therefore, God looks at humanity not with rose-colored glasses, but with Jesus' blood-covered glasses. Yet, the eternal benefits of this are only received by each person by believing in Jesus. For all have sinned and all fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. Because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. You are all sons of God through faith, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise. In holy baptism, he made you that heir, as Titus 3 said. He made you in holy baptism alive through Jesus' resurrection. He's taken you out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom you have redemption, the forgiveness of your sins. By holy baptism, you are in Christ. And if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. That all means when the Father looks at you, what you do, what you say, how you live, all he sees is Christ, not by your works, but by faith, for you're baptized into Christ. Believe in him, united to him in his body and blood for your forgiveness. You are God's righteousness in Jesus, his child in Jesus. He sees you in Christ. He sees all of us in Christ. Yes, God sees all of us in Christ. But that's not all. We also see all of God in Him. We see all of God in Christ. First, because Jesus Christ, even as a baby, is true God. Paul puts it this way. For in him, the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. The whole fullness of deity dwells bodily in him. He's God of God, light of light, 
very God of very God. He's the radiance of the Father's glory and the exact imprint of his nature, Hebrews says. Or as Jesus puts it, whoever has seen me has seen the Father, for I and the Father are one. But it's more than just Jesus is God. We see all of God in Jesus. That is, we see God's mercy toward us. We see the Father's tender heart. We see it only in Jesus' face. His sacred infant face. His heroic suffering face. His glorious resurrected face. Paul says, For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. His glory is to save you, that you would be saved, that you would not only come to know him, to believe in him and trust him, but to see him face to face. When God's hidden behind our crosses and sufferings, he isn't behind them with the stern visage of an angry father, nor the grimace of a wrathful judge. He's on heaven, on heaven's throne, with a smiling face. And we only know that, believe that, trust that, because we see Jesus' face in a manger, on a cross, risen from the dead. And he promises that you will see him face to face forever. He promises that as he brings you near, not only to see, but to eat and to drink, my body given for you, my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. There are so many amazing things that the shepherds saw that first Christmas. And there are a great many things that we look forward to seeing, too, during the Christmas season. Not just lights or presents, not just family. Uh, we do see or those we want to see. Christmas has to do with God seeing you and then with you seeing him. And God sees all of us in Christ, and we see all of God in him. And he does see you in Christ, forgiven, righteous, holy in him. You are in Christ, by faith alone, by baptism, by communion. Can't separate any of those. And you see all of God in Christ. Not only that Christ is God, but you see the Father's tender heart in him. And with eyes of faith, we see today, we believe that angels are here, that our Heavenly Father is here, that Christ is here, that those we long to see are here too. Angels are Archangels, 
all the company of heaven. They gather with us as we gather around Jesus to rejoice in and to receive his redemption and salvation. For now we see in a mirror dimly, Paul says, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. In the name of Jesus.